Welcome to the Basketball Index Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, talking to Krishna today, and we are doing something uh, kind of been tinkering with here for the last week or so. We are making, in the process of making an all-star ballot for role players. So we're going to make that ballot. We're going to tweet it out. It's going to be all over Twitter, and you guys are actually going to be able to participate in it. Uh, so basically, this episode is explaining what it is, explaining the criteria. We're going to talk about the players we've picked, and then we're going to, uh, when we you know tweet out the episode, we're going to have the uh, again role player all star ballot for this year. Because obviously, like the all star game is fun; it's fun to vote for stars. But the the role players they don't always get the same love that uh, that the stars get, and uh, sometimes I, I feel like they deserve it. So, Krishna, how you doing today? And uh, you you got your uh, your ballot all filled out for the role players. Yep, I got my ballot doing well, and uh, yeah, ready to get started. All right, so the criteria for what we're going to determine as a role player is someone with a total offensive load under thirty, and then also they have to play less than thirty minutes a game. So we're going to break it up into guard, wing, and big uh, for the ballot. You're going to vote for two guards from the player pool, two wings and then one big. So we're going to start with guards first. And again, the criteria is a total offensive load under 30, uh, which just means you're not, you know, you don't, you're not doing a ton of work on offense. You're not, you're not running the show that it's not flowing through you. And then less than 30 minutes a game, obviously you're a role player. You're not playing huge minutes. So Krishna, you want to start us off uh, with your two uh, guard choices? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my two guard choices were uh, Quentin Grimes, who I believe we kind of discussed on the last episode with uh, a lot with regards to his defense. Um, he was uh, he he showed up very well in like all of our defensive metrics. So I I think he was top three in I'm sorry top I think he was one of the ten players right was it ten players. With an A plus grade in on ball defense, ball screen navigation, and off ball chaser defense. I think that was right, right? Uh, it wasn't an A play, it was an A in all three of them. Okay. And he was one of those, like, how many was it? It 10 was uh, one of 15 guys that had an okay, A in of- those. And then he was also top 10 in uh, on ball isolation defense and then ball screen navigation. Yeah. So which there we is go. our, uh, like, like, your handling of like pick and roll. Yeah. So uh, there we go. There's uh, so he's obviously, as we discussed in the last episode, elite defensively, um, and um, he's shooting pretty well on threes this year, uh, as well. Just uh, I don't have the uh, three point shooting grade up, but uh, shooting thirty six point seven percent from three. Um, so yeah, so he was my one of the guards. Um, obviously, like that that awesome defense. Um, is is primarily the main reason he's here. Here I have some I have some numbers pulled up because Quentin Grimes was also on my ballot. Um, pretty solid across the board in a lot of our metrics. Like you said, outstanding on the perimeter defensive ones. Um, a B in overall finishing at the basket. Uh, he did the the three point percentage has been solid, but it's been on really good quality. Uh, the catch and shoot shot making is a D. But you know when you're you're getting a quality from your team and you're still putting him in at about a league average rate, you're not really hurting there. Um, and then also a, a B overall playmaking grade. So across the board, he's been a solid player. There's been pretty good production. 
Uh, he's at a true shooting plus of 106 for the for the season, which is six percent above league average efficiency wise, which out of a role player is fantastic. Uh, the two things that really popped out for me was the B plus rim shot making. So he's not self creating a ton to get to the rim, but when he's finishing around the rim, it's very good, especially for a guard. And then the playmaking grade. Again, he's not doing a ton of ball handling, a ton of playmaking, but when he does do it, he has an A in our passing quality stat. So again, really, really high quality passes, and that's really helping his playmaking grade. So really solid across the board in a lot of our metrics and uh, obviously shining on defense. Uh, yeah, so uh, do you want to give your uh, other guard while I kind of uh, pull up some stats for my guard? Yeah, sure. So the other guy, I I actually had the 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 I was lucky enough to see him play. Wait, have I not told this story on the podcast? So I've never been to a basketball game before. I'm 30 years old, never been to an NBA game. And I went to the Lakers Hornets game. Uh, it was on the 23rd. It was the day before Christmas Eve. So I'm in San Diego, me and a friend. We drive up to L.A., uh, you know, I've never been to, to crypto.com arena, you know, go to walk around it, go inside. Everyone's having a good time. I'm watching the Lakers warm up and uh, I'm seeing Austin Reeves warm up. And he has been a real bright spot for the Lakers this year. Second year player um, having a fantastic year. He is an A in our playmaking grade, uh, B in the mid range, B finishing. Uh, I think he was number three in our on ball, uh, which is our isolation a perimeter defense uh, metric. So he has been fantastic across the board. He's been a big, uh, I don't know where Lakers would be this year without him. Cause again, really solid defender, good across the board on offense. He has a 120 true shooting plus on 11 points a game this year. And that is like insane efficiency. So like Steph Curry's true shooting plus for his career is like 115. So you're getting into like the level of, like absurd efficiency of like centers only dunking the ball. So Reeves definitely earned it uh, on the, the efficiency really helped again. It, there is some volume there. It's double digit points. And then obviously the on ball uh, defense grade just being so good. Um, but he, he's definitely, he's got some intangibles too, that, that the all in ones do capture um, on some levels, but oh man, he's also just, he's got the heart of the fans. He had MVP chance going. I think he scored like nine straight points in a game earlier this month. There was MVP chance going at Staples or at crypto.com arena. Uh, so yeah, Austin Reeves has my other uh, slot, but okay. So back to the story of me at the game, right? So we're watching the game and the Lakers are playing the Hornets and things were going fairly well at a certain point in the game. The Hornets make a run. They're up. The Lakers try to come back. LeBron has a big fourth quarter. And then final play of the game, LeBron catches the inbound. He I don't know if you saw this play, Krishna. Goes towards the basket. His shoe flies off. Kicks it to the corner for the game-winning three. Doesn't go in. LeBron's just sitting there without a shoe on. He just doesn't even get up. And it was like, ooh, this is a tough way to end my. Uh, it was it was great to see a, a a game that was close, that was exciting. But you know, Lakers didn't get the win. That was a tough one. So me and my friend are like, all right, well, time to go sit in traffic. Time to get out of LA. And as we're walking out, I see there's like, if you've ever been to to Crypto.com Arena, there's like, I don't know, sixty hot dog vendors outside. And I walk by one and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of thinking about getting a hot dog. I walk by another one and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get one. I'm kind of hungry. So there's like these two kids working it. So I get a hot dog, get a hot dog for my friend and we're walking. 
and it's a bacon wrapped hot dog and the bacon's like pretty charred so i'm thinking like you know i need to bite down maybe a little harder than i normally do because it's got like a like a nice burnt bacon on the outside and so i don't know we're we're five ten minutes walking away from this from the stadium and i i'm like oh there's a little bacon piece right here and i go to bite down like hard to crunch through it and like I don't know if you've ever been like electrocuted, (laughs) but I have. And it was that feeling like went through my teeth and I was like, I've never bit, I've never like burnt anything that is that hard before. I don't understand. And I pull out of my mouth, Krishna, do you want to guess what was in this hot dog? Uh, no idea. (laughs) A full size screw. Whoa. Uh a screw a screw like a full screw like the size of my pinky was in this hot dog that's what i felt like i was in vietnam it hurts so my my teeth were sore for like three days i was really actually worried i broke a filling i was like trying to like feel with like my tongue to like see if all my fillings all like nine of my fillings are still in on that side luckily i think all the fillings still there but man Oh, it hurt oh my so God. bad. True. That's that's crazy. And it was like we were too far. What also it was like, I don't know what there was like it was like two like 13 year old kids working this grill where it was like, what am I even gonna go do? Like, what am I even gonna go say to them? Uh never mind that they're like 10, you know, 10 minutes back the other way, and I don't know, there's like a sea of people. But uh yeah, that uh that's my that's my story of my first NBA game. What a wild story. That's uh, <laughs> you. Yeah. You could not believe how surprised I was when I pulled a full <laughs> screw out of my mouth. Yeah, I can imagine. I wow, that that's like <laughs> I have the picture. It's, how does somebody it, put that in your food? <laughs> like, I'm just thinking like somebody's making food and like they're making your food. And like, how would you even like put a screw? Like, why would you like how would that get? Wow, I have so many questions. Like, how, why would that get in the food? Like, I understand if, like, there's, like, I don't know, like, a sauce packet in there or something like that. But a screw is wild. A screw is insane. Um, But, yeah, so. It, it, you know what? Like, if there was, like, a ketchup bottle in there, that would make more sense. Like, a full <laughs> ketchup bottle. Like, the, the sandwich, someone just puts, like, a ketchup bottle in the middle of your sandwich. I feel like that would make more sense than a screw being in the sandwich. So my only idea for why the screw was in there was so it's a bacon wrapped hot dog. So the only thing I could possibly come up with was I don't know, again, why you would do this, but because you don't want the bacon to slide off, which, again, use a toothpick, um, you would get your power drill and you'd put a screw through it. I, I uh, but I, I've never seen that on the cooking channel. I guess. <laughs> so uh, all that, all that wrapped up. That was the first, my first, uh, my first basketball game, my first Laker game. Um, I got to see Austin Reeves play. He had a pretty. At one point, he was leading the, he was leading the game in scoring. In I think it was the early fourth quarter, and he had he was tied. He had eighteen points. I think he was tied with Lamelo Ball. And I was like, well, this is pretty wild. Wow. Uh yeah. So I, I got some. Uh... I got some of the, uh, pulled up some of the stats for my other guard, uh, who is Derek White. Um, and I think, you know, he's obviously on the uh, best team in the NBA right now, Boston Celtics. Um, and he's had an interesting season because, like, I, th- I think, 
I don't have I haven't pulled up his defensive numbers, but I would imagine they are uh, pretty good again. Uh, he's usually pretty good on on defense. And uh, I, I think some of the offensive numbers are interesting. Um, I pulled up his three-point shooting talent. Uh, he's got a B grade this year. Uh, that's up from a C- last year. Um, three-point shot making is A-, up from F last year. Um, the quality is pretty much similar, pretty similar. Um, the one thing is the catch-and-shoot three-point shot making is still not that great. Um, he's D-plus this year versus D last year. Um, although he's traditionally been a pretty decent catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. Um, the interesting thing is the pull-up three-point shot making is a B-plus this year, up from F last year. Um, so the three, and, and if you just kind of look at his raw percentage this year, um, it's, uh, it's actually gone down a lot. <laughs> it's, uh, let me pull this up. From earlier this year. Yeah, from earlier this week. Well, also, year. I mean, everyone on that team was shooting like 48% earlier in the year, so that had to come down. So his three point actual three-point percentage is 38.2%, which would actually be a career high. It's gone down a ton because like, I'm pretty sure at one point he was shooting like 48% from three or something. And the team has been in a, in a three-point shooting slump for the last, uh, like, you know, few weeks. Um, broke out of it against the Bucks. But um, they had been in a bit of a three-point shooting slump, which honestly was kind of expected given they were shooting absurd from three <laughs> for uh, most of the season. So I, I think overall their offense has kind of normalized a bit to where you might expect it to be. Um, but yeah, the other two interesting stats uh, for White, um, his finishing talent is at an F this year, which was very surprising. I didn't um, realize it was that poor, honestly, because he's traditionally been uh, like the worst uh, finishing talent grade he's had was been has been a B minus uh, in, in the bubble season, and last year he was at an A minus. So he's usually a very good finisher. Um, I would still expect he'll probably get there. The playmaking talent is at an A minus this year. He's a very good extra passer, very good passer, um, and just like your prototypical role player who's just kind of good at like all the role player things you want defense being a good connective passer being uh even even a pretty good driver too like he's just kind of good at like the things you want your role players to be good at and um and honestly like my hot take would be that like i would take him as a player over like malcolm brockton for example i saw you uh, tweeted that out that was a hot take no, yeah. So I, well, my original tweet was about me taking Melton over Brogdon, which I am, you know. Oh I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was about Melton, but like basically, it's the whole archetype of like that type of player. Like I, White is a similar type player as Melton. Um, doesn't have the minutes. Like Melton would have been on this team if he was not like playing starter level minutes. Um, and honestly, he that may have happened if the Sixers were like fully healthy and they had Maxine Harden playing most of the season. But uh, since they've been basically missing one of Maxie or Harden this entire season, he's uh, playing more starter level minutes and his offensive. Uh, actually, I don't know if his offensive load might even be above 30. Um, 
but yeah, so so White was my other guard. And then uh, just kind of moving to forward, I had Herb Jones and Kevin Love. And I think Herb Jones, like, uh, I, I feel like by now everybody should know, like, he's a great defensive player. But the offense is the shooting specifically. <laughs> yeah, so in our actually, yeah, in our three-point shooting talent, last year he was at a C, this year he's at a D plus. Um, in our catch and shoot three-point shot making. And this is the most important for a role player. You want to be able to like space the floor. And this is admittedly where, you know, it's it might be tougher to put him on the team this year. He was at a B minus last year, which is, you know, good enough. And he's at an F this year. So that's kind of, uh, hopefully that kind of goes up for him and for the team. Um, and especially like he's got, like the Pelicans have some other good wings. Uh, and Trey Murphy has been playing awesome. So, uh, you know, unless that, you know, catch and shoot three-point shot making goes up, he might end up losing like some minutes to Trey and and um, Najee. Um and so I, I, but I still think like the defense is still there. Um, and my other forward was Kevin Love, who has been really good offensively off the bench. Um, the Cavs uh, bench unit, if you're looking at like with two starters or less on the court, the Cavs have the fifth highest offensive rating among teams with two stars or less on the court. And I think Kevin Love's kind of been a big part of that with, you know, obviously the shooting. <laughs> um, and I think the other thing is, like, he's a sneaky good passer, too. Um, if we kind of pull up our playmaking talent, um, he's at a B-plus this year. Um, so a good, good playmaker um, for a role player. And... Uh, and the uh, and I think uh, just kind of being a part of a good bench unit um, and just shooting, you know, being a, a three point bomber the way he is is uh, is the reason kind of why he's on my team. How about you? Who are your two forwards? Yeah, Kevin Love shot the ball really well. Uh, Herb Jones, obviously a good defender. I actually went with Trey Murphy the third um, because I was I was looking at the Pelicans as well, but I oh, I, I didn't know he qualified. Yeah, no, he qualifies. Oh, okay. I might have picked him, honestly, because uh, I, I think he's probably been a little better than Herb Jones. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't, I assumed he didn't qualify, I guess. Now he qualifies. Again, the qualifications uh, for everybody at home, it's you got to have a total offensive load of under 30 and then play less than 30 minutes a game. But yeah, Trey Murphy is uh, has been a, a good catch and shoot shooter. He's got to be there. A finisher has thrown down some pretty thunderous dunks. Has been just kind of solid everywhere else, you know. Okay, as a playmaker, okay on ball, um, okay in ball screens, where he's not he's not killing you on value anywhere. Um, and I expect that catch and shoot shot making to go up. It's a B right now. I think that could definitely be an A. He's got some some touch. He can shoot from from serious range behind the arc. Um, I I feel like he's been one of the better development stories as a role player this year. 
Um, so I really like him. And then the other one, Malik Beasley, he got traded from the Timberwolves over to Utah in the Rudy Gobert trade. And he has just shot the lights out. He has an A in our catch and shoot three point shot making a B in mid range shooting. And then again, he's been kind of average everywhere else, but he had uh, of, of all the players I was looking at, he had the best off ball shot making. So again, you, you need points, you need offense from your from your role players. Malik Beasley has been one of the better ones. I actually think he's a player. I'm not sure what the what the rules are on him getting traded because he was he was previously traded. But if I'm a team in the hunt, I think Malik Beasley um, has really taken a step into like that upper echelon of three point shooter. Um, I don't think he's a three and D player because the D's not really there, but as a three point shooter, it is uh, seriously good value. So Malik Beasley, uh, Trey Murphy, the third were my two wings and then kind of finishing up. We're both selected one big. I assume Krishna, we picked the same person, Nick Claxton. Yep, mine was Claxton as well. Nick Claxton has been so good that when I was making, you know, I kind of to, to make the thresholds to because basically I kind of think about it this way like you have your star players right that are going to make the normal all-star game you have your starters and then you have your role players and so i was trying to figure out a way to get like most of like the starter level players out of there um and then nick claxton was one of those guys that i think just kind of slipped through the cracks and uh he has been fantastic on defense this year if you look at epm i think he is what is he He's eighth in EPM this year. Um, he's been a big part of what the Nets have been doing. He's been anchoring their defense. He's been super great finishing around the rim, 96 percentile, and just raw uh, field goal percentage at the rim. And he has just been what they need him to be. He's 99th percentile in block percentage. Um, so that's mobile big that is... Uh, switchable. I think we talked about him in our uh, perimeter defense. He has a really good on-ball defensive grade this year, blocking a lot of shots, uh, a modern-day disruptive defensive big. Um, he's just been fantastic this year. So if you want to fill out a role player all-star ballot, it's your turn. The, uh, the ballot is going to be in the description of the podcast. I think that wraps it up for... Uh, for our role player all-star selections again we're gonna get a i don't know if it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a google form that we're gonna tweet out and it's gonna have a player pool you're gonna be able to pick two guards two wings and a big um and then we're gonna do another podcast once we get a bunch of results in and then uh we'll share the results of uh, what you guys have selected as your role player all-star so uh my name is taylor for krishna uh thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the basketball index podcast